Hey friends, and welcome to the podcast. On today's episode, we're talking with the Michigan Retailers Association about customer service. Joining us from the customer service team, Penny, Tamara, Mari, and Kate. And friends, let's get into the art of customer service. And as I said, we've got multiple guests today from the MRA. We have Penny, we have uh, Tamara, we have Kate and Mari. Ladies, how are you today? We're good. How are you? <laughs> I love the energy. It's very fun to have so many people on a call today. So for the interest of those who are watching this piece, could you guys maybe introduce yourself and say what you do specifically for the MRA? And then we'll kind of dive in to what we're going to talk about today. Sure. I'll start. I'm Penny, the manager of customer service. Uh, been here 36 years, love the job, and I'll pass it off to Tamara. I'm Tamara, customer service, 23, 24 years. I'm Mari, customer service representative. I've been with MRA for five years. I'm the baby. I'm Kate. <laughs> I've been with MRA for three years now. <laughs> Penny, I want to start with you and, and maybe let's go back. And when you say it this way, it makes myself sound old for saying it. But when you go back three decades, like how has, re you know, how I told you, I told, I told you, but, but for, you know, for, for people to understand though, Penny, what you've seen in this space, can you maybe even attempt to explain what has happened in retail from the time you started with the MRA and let's say, I don't know, a global pandemic. <laughs> right? Uh, sure. So, you know, back when I started, everything was the manual process. We had the old <laughs> Neco Buster imprinters where you put the card down and, and you imprint on a slip of paper. And then that paper was sent in to us for processing. That's when I started. And then over the years, of course, technology took off. Uh, credit card terminals were in play. And then of course today, three decades later, as you mentioned, um, you know, it, it, you could have a cash register integrated with credit card processing. You could have software, you could have a credit card terminal on, on the counter. Tamara, I'll turn it to you. Obviously mm -hmm. I've met you guys and I've known you for a grand total of about four total minutes, but it feels like you're a tight knit group. How do you guys, how do you get to that so quickly, right? Because as Kate said, she's the baby. She's been here for 19 seconds comparatively. How do you guys kind of, how do you get, the, well, I mean, the energy you're seeing right now, like how do you guys get to that as quickly as you do? We were just, we we're all friends, family. Yeah, That's where we, we are. Every day we spend every day together. We talk, we laugh, we know about each other's lives. This is our family. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so, Mari, I will turn it to you. Give us kind of a, you don't have to go into the nitty gritty details, but like on a day, if you weren't talking to me today, what is a Monday on Valentine's Day in 2022? What are you guys doing day in and day out? <laughs> uh, so, you know, the calls can vary between, you know, troubleshooting technical support and just normal account questions on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, what we really like is that, you know, the, the callers or the merchants that call in tend to develop a rapport with us. So after a while, you know, the conversation is not so stern. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. Instead, you know, we, we can now relate on a first name basis. Hi, Patty. How are you today? This, this is great. You have a problem 
let's work on this. I got it. We're going to take care of this. By the end of the call, you know, they're just as happy as when they remember to call us in the first place because that's the person that helped us out. They got us going. Let's call them again. So, you know, we developed that rapport with them where it, it becomes such an easier conversation that they know how to get through and what they need and that they will be taken care of by the end of the call. Somebody who has been purchasing in retail for the entire time you've been able to do that now being on the other side, presumably of the fence, what's, what's the biggest, what was the biggest surprise to you being on the other side and then serving the retailers as opposed to using a retail establishment to buy a sweater or a cola or a, or a meal? To me, there's just so much to it. Like to, you go to a store and you buy something, you swipe your credit card and you leave, but behind the scenes, it's, there's a lot to it. You got to deal with rates and accounts and getting these terminals set up and just making sure everything runs smoothly. It, the money moves from four different people before the merchant actually receives it. It's crazy to think how many steps there are in merchant processing compared to going into the store and just using your phone and using Apple Pay and buying <laughs> something or swiping a card. That takes you 10 seconds when really there's a whole nother world on the other side. So I will kind of throw this up as a a jump ball because I'm interested in the four of you. What's your elevator pitch to retail establishments to join the MRA? Like, why should they be a part of your community? They get us. (laughs) (laughs) They don't get anything better than us. Our customer service is, you know, A1. People, we have people who I've known since for 24 years who call back every day and they bring friends on because of us. They get one-on-one service. You don't get that anymore. You know, call centers are overseas. We're here in Lansing, Michigan. Mm -hmm. You call us, you get us. And you know what I mean? We're local. Mm -hmm. You know, keep your your money in the mitten. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's let's kind of, you know, the series I've been doing with the MRA has focused largely around either when we were smack dab in the middle of the global pandemic or what the next thing looks like. And you guys have a unique perspective as you were doing customer service to those who were dealing with customers through all of this stuff. And so what what is the the shift in the calls been like for you if we go back to call it April of 2020, when we were firmly in this thing to let's say last week, how have the calls kind of changed for the four of you? I'll start with that. Uh, you know, a year ago, we were more concerned with contactless, um, making sure that, you know, their social distancing, helping them through that process. And I think today uh, we're a year into it and, and they feel more comfortable. They, they know how to, you know, what their staff needs to do and, and what the consumers need to do. Let's talk about this year. What are you guys seeing as kind of the, the trend line is when people call you and they, they need assistance, what things are they needing help with and how does that kind of guide what you think the rest of the year is going to look like for you guys? I think it has to do with ease of convenience and, and accessibility. Uh, straightforwardness so to speak in the aspect of something has to work and it's got to work right there and then you know the minute a problem happens it it can change the environment or the feel of the atmosphere in the store especially when you know a customer line starts to pick up then you know the merchant becomes a little bit more anxious a little bit more nervous so offering a a processing or offering processing equipment that supports their needs and and can keep up with the demand really cuts down on their downtime. Therefore, they then have happier customers who are not complaining about their downtime. Uh, So it's all a matter of 
ease of convenience and keeping things going smoothly so that they are able to keep their customers happy and have themselves a smooth business day. What's one thing that you have seen this year that might have surprised you maybe three years ago, right? You talked about ease of convenience, but I'm interested because the the thing that has shocked me about the MRA is it's not just that the retailers had to adapt to the last three years. It's not just that the consumers had to adapt to the last three years. You guys have had to do this before everybody else so that we can kind of join the parade into what is next. And I'm wondering... Could you guys maybe put some shape around what allows the MRA to adapt as quickly as they did to something that none of us had seen before? That's a good question. question. We adapted just like the merchants did, the Mm -hmm. customers did. It kind of hit us out of nowhere as well. We didn't have as many of these options before the pandemic as we do now. So it's a little bit of a surprise to us as well, but... Which, which I knew, Kate, but what's surprising is you're in an organization that adapted quicker than everybody else so that you four could answer people's questions, which I think is a testament to what you guys do as an organization. And although you might not be able to maybe put some shape to that question, know that what you guys are doing is incredibly important, not only to the state of Michigan, but the retailers that you serve. And it's something that's unique because you were ahead of something that, right, you were blazing the trail into the darkness when we were all like, I I mean, I don't know if I'll ever buy a meal again, right? I might be stuck in my basement forever, right? (laughs) Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd like to say that, you know, our, our IT guy, Dave, really, really stepped it up for us and got us going. You know, management had the discussions and the meetings about, you know, how to prepare. This is coming. What do we need to do? And, you know, IT IT was on top of it. We had laptops in the nick of time. They were all, all programmed with all of the things we needed. We were set up in, in and almost within a week, we were set up and ready to go. We, were, we didn't skip it at all. Right. Our calls continued. We continued to take calls and yeah. assist merchants and get them up and running, get our supplies out, get replacement machines or new purchases out and, and help these merchants really keep, keep to it. What I do like is that we did have contactless processing already um, with, within, I wanna say, when did contactless come in? Like just after 2015? Yeah. So, yes. so we had credit card machines that already had this feature. It was just a matter of enabling it to be able to allow the merchants that extra convenience of no, you know, that distancing to be able to, you know, keep safe and healthy in that aspect. So I do like that we did have that already. And it was just a matter of flipping that light switch mm-hmm. and letting the merchants know, hey, you've got this option. Here's you what you need it. to do. You can do this. Mm-hmm. And so last question, since obviously I am controlling the entire customer service organization for the Michigan Retailers Association. So there might be people that need some help, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. But I would love it if you could go around the room and maybe give me one thing that either the retailers who are in the organization or people who purchase from those retailers would be surprised to know about what happens with you guys. Like, give me something that we would never know happens on your side of the aisle. Oh, goodness. Oh, I've got a good one. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> so there's typically the scenario where, you know, a customer will tell the store, hey, use this card for, for this uh, purchase. And then the store would be, yeah, we'll go ahead and run it. And they run it. And then maybe a couple of hours later, the customer calls back and says, I realized they gave you the wrong card. What do we do? So the merchant then calls us. What do I do? And, you know, we explained to the customer that, you know, Although it's very fast for the money to leave the card, 
there is a bit of a process for that money to come back to the car. So a refund is not as fast as a sale where, you know, that money goes from the available balance instantly in the sale. The refund can take a few days to come in. Now, with Visa's purchase return authorization that rolled out, it gives the customers a lot more convenience, which is less hassle to the merchant. Now, they run the refund. The customer can see that refund pending on their mobile application. That is such an increase in peace of mind that now the business doesn't have to receive a call from a customer about where that refund is, and the business then doesn't have to call us about, hey, did I do that refund? You got the refund confirmed. Mm -hmm. And so that money goes back to the customer a lot faster. So it, it brings down the downtime for the business on servicing new customers instead of having to make calls to inquire about, you know, whether or not this was done correctly, if at all. So last one, Penny, I'm directing it directly at you. If people want to join, <laughs> if people want to join the MRA, what's the easiest way for them to get involved with your organization? Honestly, go online. Uh, we at retailers.com. They can join online. Uh, they can contact one of our uh, sales representatives that can assist them in joining and with all of the services that we offer. Ladies, this has been an absolute joy. I hope you have a wonderful afternoon. Cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Bye.